And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, we're going to take over the world. And also get a new job. But that's the job, is taking over the world. Oh. Because there's nothing better than to move to a new town, to an amazing job, where all it is, is trying to take over the world. Uh, yeah, I've had a, I've I've moved around a little bit uh, for jobs. I know you really haven't. Uh, you've pretty much no. settled in Minnesota, so you didn't really get to move like to a different city to work. Now, now, do, do people just walk up to you on the street and say, "Hey, if I got a job for you"? No, but actually, funny <laughs> enough, when I was at the NBC station here in Green Bay, uh, one of the producers I worked with, he. Didn't apply for a job, uh, but uh, he works at a, at a company that I will not I will not name. Um, but they called him up out of the blue and offered him a job. <laughs> like I'm not well. I mean, they interviewed him first and that and then offered him the job. But like, yeah, uh, they found him on I think LinkedIn or something, and they uh, they contacted him. And now it now it, and the nice thing for him is he got to move back home. Um, but, uh, yeah, out of, out of the blue, he's like, oh yeah, they, they just contacted me and, uh, I'm leaving in like a month. I'm like, oh yeah. People, people just don't want to walk down the street and be offered a job. Yeah. That's not how, I, that's I not mean, how this look, works. Look, I mean, if somebody came up to me <laughs> offering me a job, now granted, we'll get to it in the episode, but if, if a car pulled up to me and offered me a job, I'd be like, yeah not the guy for you because that seems really shady (laughs) that's some shady shady stuff yeah so this week uh we are doing season eight episode two you only move twice yep the first the first real episode of season eight yes the first couch gag the first chalkboard gag last week last week was fun yeah, it was, was good. It was, it was scary, but we got it. We have to. We have to go into episodes. We have to get it's into so real weird. Ones. I will say because now we're in, um we're we're in November um but it's weird that they started so late because I remember and obviously this is like a trend for the next few seasons, but. They always, I always feel like new episodes started in like September. No, 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 no. They never started till later. Even nowadays, they don't start. You well, today's weird. This day yeah. and age is weird with TV shows, but well, streaming and no, I think Simpson episodes or anything on Fox really oh. usually started October, mid to end October. Man, I always felt like well, I'll, we'll keep an eye on that. I feel like like the first few seasons they started in like late September. Maybe. Um, so, You Only Move Twice is a reference to the fifth James Bond movie, You Only Live Twice. Yeah, uh, so, I've not seen that one. Yeah, so I've seen all of them, which is okay. fantastic. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I love James Bond. Probably, I aside from Sean Connery, I'm going to say uh, Pierce Brosnan is probably my uh, favorite Bond. That's fair. A lot of people. Uh, not that, not love, that Roger Moore uh, was his good. Face, Roger Moore. Yep, he was okay. 
Um, now the older Bond episodes um, were simpler. Yeah. They, I always, it's weird watching the old ones. They always did the gadget thing. A lot of yeah. Q gadgets. These new Bond movies, it's like we're gonna we're gonna make it a little bit more grounded. We're not gonna have knife shoes and rocket launcher pens or other know, random the, the laser ones, watches. I don't know. The Daniel Craig ones did have some gadgets, but nothing crazy like that. Oh, Sean Connery didn't really do any gadgets. Oh yeah, they did a ton of gadgets. Oh. Like all uh, the old Bond movies, Q had a lot of work cut out for him. He did a lot of <laughs> like these these uh Daniel Craig episodes or uh movies, movies. They're they're really just I mean, they're good movies, but they're they're more grounded, I guess, in spy thriller type stuff and not your campy uh uh older Bond episodes. I mean, yeah. I don't even know if they have any I can't th- I can't think of any off the top of my head, but do Daniel Craig's Bond girls have any like, like wacky names like Pussy Galore? Or, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they took all the fun out of James Bond. Well, I mean, it's a spy <laughs> movie, anyways. And also, fortunately for James Bond, he didn't have to run into Homer Simpson. No. Um. No. So this aired on uh, November third, nineteen ninety six. Our recap, Homer gets a new job and the family moves, only to find out his new employer is an evil millionaire. Now, yes, but, but I don't no. think Homer ever realized this. Like, well, that's <laughs> I don't think he found a, out. That is, <laughs> I mean, he knew he was a, a millionaire. Here's the, here's the thing. His new boss, yeah, he's evil, but he's also a great boss. Yeah. He was, he was a much better boss than Mr. Burns. But I don't... We found out he was evil. I don't think Homer ever found out he was evil. No, I think Homer was too dumb to realize he was evil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our chalkboard gag. Uh, new. New chalkboard. Yay. New. Um, I did not learn everything I need to know in kindergarten. Nope. I feel like in kindergarten, don't you really learn, like, your numbers and colors and how to be friends with other kids? Well, I mean, my kids That's... learned all that in preschool, man. It's funny. I don't know if it's so. It's mom... not in kindergarten. I well, no, you still learn stuff, but I don't know if it's mom being mom or her not like understanding the world. But yeah. she, every once in a while, she'd be like, "Man, Elliot knows way more than my first graders ever did." I'm like, "Well, either they went to a shitty preschool or kindergarten." Or I you just know. don't remember how bad kids, like, I don't know. I don't like, know. I don't, I, I, I certainly, as a, as a, as a, as a kid, like, honestly, Elliot's a pretty smart kid. Like, he can name all the goddamn sharks. Yeah, but that's just memorization. I mean, a lot of things, numbers, letters, yeah. word, whatever it is, it's all memorization. If you have a good memory... That is fair. I don't know. I mean, Elliot still seems like a pretty smart kid. I don't know if, I mean, I don't even think I knew a lot about, like, dinosaurs when I was Elliot's age. And, like, that was, like, that's always, like, the big thing with boys growing up. Maybe not anymore. But, I mean, Um, as far as knowing numbers, I mean, it's like, (laughs) I mean, everything you need to know in kindergarten, I mean... Yeah, you should know your alphabet. You should know your yes. words, colors, shapes. You should know all that, I think. Because oh, Elliot yeah. went in for, like, testing. 
don't forget though. But here's the thing: don't forget, her mom taught not at great schools. I I guess. So her her view is going to be a little bit more skewed because I I remember hearing a lot of stories about like oh this person like and I also feel like I think she taught special needs for a little bit too. Well, that's a di- that's different. That's a lot different. So I mean I don't know. Elliot's Elliot seems like a pretty smart kid. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't know where he he must get it from his mom though. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I went to I went to a gifted school so So did I. Yeah, I don't What's know how point? that happened. Uh cuz I'm I'm SMRT, okay? I mean yeah. SMART. <laughs> uh our couch gag which is also new. The family parachutes down to the couch. Homer's chute does not open and he falls flat <laughs> on the floor. Dude, so Elliot was watching this episode with me. He's yeah. like, silly Homer. And he crashed <laughs> on the ground. Like, silly yeah. Homer. He forgot either his chute didn't deploy or he forgot to pull it. Yeah, I'm going to say he uh, forgot to pull it because it's Homer. Maybe. I thought he might be a little bit smarter than that. Maybe his chute just didn't deploy. Uh, I like the fact that Homer's dumb and he forgot. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um. So, uh, one thing I'd like to bring up before we get into the episode is is we, as I mentioned at the beginning of every season so far, is Marge's car, as we know, is a station wagon. Yes. Um. Still to this day, season eight, when she <laughs> pulls into the garage, she is driving a sedan, not a hatchback, uh, station wagon. So. I, I honestly, at this point, am confused with how much we've been seeing Marge's station wagon lately. Yeah. That no one has fixed this. <laughs> it's, I, we're eight years in. Are you that lazy? Okay, so you've watched a lot of the newer episodes, and a lot of, I know a lot of the newer episodes, they go like, The Simpsons, and then That's most it. of it's them. done. It's done. That's it. And then they just go so, straight to the couch gag. They don't pull it. No, no, they, no. They don't even go to the couch gag anymore. It's well, right into the episode. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. Well, we'll Come on, man. 700, 700 yeah. plus episodes. I think they did them all. <laughs> Probably. Uh, well, we'll talk about that in 15 years when we get to that. Yep. <laughs> so uh, we cut to Mr. Smithers leaving his apartment, singing about how he likes to work for Monty Burns. Yeah. Burns. So that, um, if you guys don't know, is actually a uh parody for the tune Hooray for Hollywood. Oh yeah. So yeah, he likes uh he likes uh singing about being Monty Burns's sidekick, I guess. Yeah. Well, he's hey. in love with him. He is, yes. So, uh, Mr. Smithers, as he's walking to work, a uh, limo pulls up next to him. And uh, the lady in the limo is like, Mr. Smithers, may we offer you a ride to work? He's like, no, thank you. I mean, it's a limo. I, I might take it. It's still sketchy, bro. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so, and then uh, the lady's like, we're from the Globex Corporation. We'd like to talk to you about an exciting employment opportunity out uh, in our nuclear division. And Smithers like, Flattered, but spoken for. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he's in a relationship. He is. Unbeknownst to Mr. Burns. That's And and she's like, 
we're prepared to offer you an impressive salary plus health benefits for you and your life partner. Now that's a, I kind of like that, that terminology. Yeah, for, that's great. That's, that's very like, uh, 21st century lingo. Yeah. I did not necessarily expect that to come now, obviously in the, in the LGBTQ community, usually they use the term life partner as opposed to husband, wife, stuff like that. I mean, you so, can use the word spouse. I so, feel like yeah. that's pretty, that's pretty uh, gender neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny that we all know that this is the yeah. way Smithers rolls and that they use that term. So it's kind of cool that they merged that in. Has, well, I mean, like, they've, they've, they've been hinting for a few seasons now that he's gay. So. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And so this is like, the answer is no. What's wrong with this country? Can you, <laughs> can a man walk down the street without being offered a job? <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's hilarious i mean were, was oh. everyone getting jobs in 96 or in the mid 90s i don't know man i don't know i mean the, i not <laughs> nowadays man i feel like businesses are literally walking around saying, do you need a job you need a job we're hiring yeah we need waiters we need I, service people come on get a job damn it well i mean there's a lot of problems especially in the service industry when it comes to jobs um, and I think people during the pandemic realized, oh, we've been getting the shaft. And so people were like, no, we don't want to work in the service industry. No, and no, no. What... I, I get that. It's just kind of funny that uh, <laughs> with everyone looking, uh, looking for a job right now, it's kind of crazy to think that, uh, you know, people aren't just walking down the street asking <laughs> asking for jobs well it doesn't help there was a company i don't i feel like it was in the south where it was like they put a banner out they're like we're looking to hire but not stupid people and it's like who wants to work for a job like that yeah right like like why (laughs) it's just so it's it's such a weird thing to do and maybe that was like uh a joke but like i feel like it was a real thing that happened um and it's just like so many people, like, spe- like, especially in the service industry, probably for a nuclear power plant, you're just not going to have somebody drive up to you and offer you a job. Yep. And so at, um, after she, you know, kind of is saying, oh, nope, okay, we can't do that. So she's like, uh, I guess we're going to have to move on to the uh, next senior employee who has 10 years experience. I feel like wouldn't he have had more experience than that? Or well, here's the thing. Here's the weird thing about this is w- there should be another. Now, not necessarily, but I feel like there should be another person at the nuclear power plant who has more years experience. This makes it seem like Homer is like the number three guy at the company in terms. Yeah, of between Burns Smithers. And then now Homer. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of weird. Now, maybe, uh, I, I don't know what kind of turnover happens at a nuclear power plant. Um, so maybe a lot of the older guys have left and retired, which now makes Homer the most sen- sen- senior person there. Unless but, like Lenny and Carl, you know, started, you know, after Homer. Because Homer started, you know, he started looking for the job when... He was having Maggie. Yes. And so maybe. No, no, no. He had, no, no. He had the job at the nuclear power plant and then left to go work at the bowling alley. Oh, right. And then they had Maggie Maggie, and then he called back. 
So, but you can't really count that because usually, I mean, no, 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 seniority, wrong. seniority, does, at least at Best Buy, my seniority, every time I left and came back, it kept, kept in place. Because, so for me working in television, yeah, I've been in television for 15 years now, but I, so the current station I work at, I worked for that company that owns them in Madison, but my seniority didn't transfer up here because I had been gone for like six years at that point, but I did get the vacation up bump because I have so much experience. Yeah. So I, it, it, it's, it's, it's weird the way they went about it. Now, maybe he's the most senior, like management employee, but he's after not, Mr. but Spurs. he's not management. Carl's his boss. Or Le- wasn't Carl or Lenny his boss? No, he's the he's the safety inspector. Yeah, but he still has a boss. I thought I thought Lenny or Carl was his boss. Did we learn that in an episode? No, I think I think they were his boss, and then he jumped him again. Oh, I don't know. But uh, so we cut to Homer running into the house. Marge, I got a new job. It's with Globex Corporation. I get more money plus health benefits for me and my life partner. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll move us and give us a new house and and Marge is like, whoa, 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 whoa. You took a new job in a strange town without discussing it with your family? Of course <laughs> not. I wouldn't do that. Why not? There's <laughs> like, we have roots here, Homer. We have friends and family and library cards. Bart's lawyer is here. <laughs> Now, I'm, I'm assuming they're pointing to Lionel Hutz. Probably. Okay. Now, now yeah. the funny thing about this is, like, taking a new job without discussing it with family. So, before Elliot was born, this is, like, right before yeah. Elliot was born, I actually had the opportunity and was offered a position with the company, but it was in San Diego. Yeah. And I was like, I really want to move to California. This would be awesome. Let, let's do this took about two weeks to try to convince my wife that that would be the right move. And by that time they had given the job to someone else. Cause I was slacking and well, turns out the company went under within like three months. So yeah. Also, I don't know. I don't understand this obsession with moving to California. I don't know. I just want to be in California. It's so nice there. Have you seen the Midwest? Look outside, man. California is so nice. And hot. Yeah, until you hit a until yeah, until you get a, a drought. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, I mean, I, I've I've never been in a relationship with somebody in terms of like, you know, oh, I'm gonna get this new job and move somewhere. Um, I've been for I, I guess that's kind of the fortunate part about being single is I get if I get offered a job, it's like, okay, where is it? How much is the money? Okay, I'll take it. Or oh, you're not gonna pay me enough, or you're not gonna give me like money to move to to this new job Eh, screw it i'll stay where i'm at well no no no. this company Uh, was gonna pay my moving expenses and and everything like it was but you will but but you're missing my point i am single you are you are married yep so like yes if if your if your life partner uh does not does not want to move um you know i mean plus i mean her you know her parents you know, live like what an hour out, two hours away from you guys. Our parents are here. Yeah. Uh, but so, like I said, we didn't I have mean, Elliot yet. We actually had a pretty good window 
If we if yeah. we were going to do something, you know, we had a good window to do yeah. it. Um, but yeah, Homer tells Marge it's a chance of a lifetime for him and to live on my lifelong dream. And what is <laughs> like his fourth lunch? <laughs> he wanted to be, stand with the bowling pin. Um, wasn't there some sandwich you wanted? I can't remember the other. The yeah, other I think there's a sandwich. There was another one where he wasn't there. One where he how, like went to the like not the Grand Canyon, but like Grand Canyon like place. Yeah, yep. And I love Marge at this point's like, okay, Homer, you've had four lifelong dreams. She's like, what is your lifelong dream? Tell me, Homer. And he's yeah. like, uh, you're gonna laugh. And uh, they're like, no, 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 we're not. It's like, I've always wanted to own the Dallas Cowboys. And Barton leaves the laugh. Boo, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Oh, we'll get to it at the end of this episode. I'm going to fill yeah. everyone in at the end of the episode why why this is really, really funny. Um, yes. But uh, before we move to the Goldbacks Corporation, I, d- I do want to point out that, unfortunately, we were supposed to have the Simpsons man on this podcast, who his business is actually called the Globex Corporation. That's great. Uh, I don't know if we had a call to Simpsons or do something to yeah. actually get that name. Not that they used it at any time after yeah. this episode, but. Well, there's copyright stuff. Yep. And... But I'm guessing he did. And we're very sad that he couldn't be on here. He was probably out uh, blowing up a bridge or taking out <laughs> France. Or I know the real reason. I'm not going to say it on air, but. Um, yeah. it... I will say I, I wish it was speedy. Recovery. Yes. He's an evil genius. That we'll soon have on a future episode. All right. So um, Marge, obviously she's, she's upset. I mean, she's like, we just can't move. She's like, Homer, I don't want to leave Springfield. I've dug myself into a happy little rut here and I'm not (laughs) about to hoist myself out of it. Uh, you know, so this kind of reminds me of, uh, of our parents because I've asked him on numerous occasions to move up here. Dude, it's been, it's been crazy, because, like, every time I bring it up, like, because, like, Mom's like, oh, I'd love to move to Minnesota to be closer to her grandchild, but we have friends here in Racine. Or it's like, oh, Dad doesn't want to move, or, like, it's just so many excuses. Like, I get, I get right now why they, why they want to move. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say why. Steve knows why. Um, and I get right, right now, and I, I understand the reasoning. Um. But, you know, they could have moved like two years ago. I know. Well, it was always like dad's dad's excuse is like, well, uh, he can really can't add do- rolls in the brewery. He can't do anything. What? It's Minnesota. There's more to do in, in the Twin Cities. And <laughs> no, he Minnesota means like Wisconsin. he meant like Elliot. He can't do anything like he can't like he's not in sports. He's not, you know, he's. Like that was his. Yeah, but eventually, but eventually he would be. I know it, it's ridiculous. Their excuses and their stupid little rut. Now, but but I love the fact that mom's like, man, our next door neighbor just sold their their townhouse for like three hundred fifty thousand dollars. We could make money on ours. I'm like, well, fucking do it then. Sell your sell your townhouse and move up here. Well, I mean, they're not going to. I know it's ridiculous. So mom, mom will eventually, but they're not going to do it. Right yeah. Now. So, so Homer, Homer's like, yeah, I got a VHS tape about, uh, about the Cypress Creek place. And we get a narrator. He's like Cypress Creek, a tale of one city, <laughs> which I believe is supposed to be a play on, uh, Oh God. A tale of two cities. Mark Twain. Yeah. Mark yeah. Twain. Who, or, uh, who writes that? uh, 
What's his face? Oliver Dickens, Dickens something. D- Dickens. Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens. There we go. We got there. Oliver. Oliver Dickens. Dickens. <laughs> you sound like Homer. I know. Yeah, and Homer's like, oh, uh, let's uh, let's watch something else. <laughs> Which, yeah, I can see Homer's like, this is boring. And Marge's like, Homer, yeah. you're trying to talk us into moving to this place. Oh yeah, that's right. Let's watch this. <laughs> um oh, and i like how the video shows down you know it's a rundown city man and woman looking at it saying someone should build a town that works and the narrator is like someone already has and we see the rundown ta- rundown city transform into you know beautiful city you know homeless man turns into a u.s <laughs> mailbox and the homo so the homo they turn into a mailbox is supposed to be modeled after james l brooks yeah so That's so the great. funny thing about about this this whole town and like the artwork and everything the animators yeah. had to basically design an entirely new town. Oh wow. Like yeah, like well, yeah. they it couldn't be like Shelbyville, it couldn't be like Capital yeah. City. Like they they had to like design this town like ground up yeah. not to look like anything else. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, That's kind of cool. I I still love the fact that they they took a hobo and they transformed it into a. Yep, they don't they don't they don't take take kindly to homeless people in uh, Cypress Creek. We don't take too kindly to your folks around here. Yeah, and the video. Okay, Skeeter, calm down. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So the so uh, yeah. So yeah. So so Cypress Creek is a planned community designed for the workers of the Globex Corporation, which so. Funny enough, I, I, I don't know how much of YouTube stuff you kind of follow, but there's this YouTuber called Mr. Beast, and he actually bought out a whole neighborhood for all of his employees. Oh, really? And so it's funny because somebody was like, man, could you imagine living in that neighborhood? And then you get fired and now you get exiled out of the company. <laughs> uh... But I get it, like, it, it, it kind of makes a little bit of sense for like, a larger corporation because then you could just be like here live here you know this I'm is surprised your i'm surprised apple hasn't done that they're an evil corporation yeah so is google so is a lot of the companies that own tv stations um so yeah that's kind of it's it's interesting that uh that really hasn't happened maybe there's some legal issues for that but like you could also like like again if you buy a neighborhood for your company i mean the umbrella corporation you... did that for their employees yeah look how well that turned out <laughs> <laughs> only only gave us a zombie apocalypse uh, yep. um but yeah it's i mean a lot i don't know like yeah for a bigger corporation and like if you buy it or build the 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 town or neighborhood close enough to to your company you know, employees don't have excuses to be late. You know, they're there. Now, you kind of get into the big brother of it all of, oh, you know, they can see what you're doing. So there's privacy concerns. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, so Homer asks what Marge thinks now. And she's like, Cypress Creek seems nicer than Springfield. Uh, duh. <laughs> and uh, Lisa says the people weren't shoving or knocking each other down. And she and she says she has never been to a place like that before. Yep. So apparently Shelbyville and Capital City are like that. Yeah, they just too? yeah they just shove people down. Well, Capital City is kind of like New York. They like shoving people around. Oh, yeah. Shelbyville is all and about I, stealing lemon trees. 
And then I love this next bit where Bart comes in and shoves Lisa away. He's like, me neither. <laughs> oh my God, that is fantastically written. Oh, it's great. Uh, so Marge gets up and she's like, well, we could use the extra money. And then points out that the house is falling uh, apart around them. And then we see the chimney just crumble, <laughs> like the outside chimney just fall to the ground in a heap of bricks. Yep. And Marge is like, you know what? We're going to move. And the kids, you know, the kids, you know, were happy as well. And so, uh, so yeah, the Simpsons are moving out of Springfield. Um, how often has this happened in the history of the Simpsons where they move? Um, well, this is the first time. Um, I think there's a couple more. I think there's, well, maybe one other time that I could. Oh, I guess if you count Cape Fear, technically they moved out of Springfield. Yeah, but they were relocated. Yeah, they were. Yeah, but they were, they were forced. Yep. Yeah. Because of, you know, the whole Sideshow Bob thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to kill but, them. But yeah, the funny thing about this is um, this, the original concept that came from Greg Daniels for this episode involved, you know, the Simpsons yeah. moving away from Springfield. And the writers initially hoped that the audience would be fooled into thinking that this move was permanent. Now, eight seasons, uh, all Springfield. I don't think I would uh, ever. Well, technically, technically, they they did move. After the the landfill episode, but the whole town moved. But then they, the whole town the whole moved. Town moved. Yeah, but like they moved to a different town, and then they just renamed that new town Springfield. Yep. But yeah, so so as a result, they tried to work in as many characters during this episode's first act to make it seem like they were actually uh, actually leaving. Yeah. So uh, so now we see a for sale sign out front, and the chimney is still you know laying on the ground. They didn't <laughs> pick it up. Well, yeah, and it's so all in pieces. See, and so, you know, Auto Man comes to look at the house. He's like, whoa, windows? <laughs> I don't think I can afford this. <laughs> oh, my God. So where does he live now? Cardboard box? I don't know. An apartment building with no windows? I, apparently, I'd say if he was living in a school bus, he has windows. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, so then Apu comes by. He's like, oh, I'm not interested in buying the house. I just wanted to use the restroom, flip through your magazines, rearrange your uh, carefully shelved items, and handle your food products in an unsanitary manner. And then Apu laughs and tells Marge and Homer, now they know how it feels and runs away. <laughs> so apparently uh, people do that in his uh, convenience Dude, store. that's what you do at any store. Haven't you gone just t- gone touching things at Target or the grocery store? <laughs> really. Use their bathroom? and I have used their bathroom. <laughs> I don't flip through their. I don't. I don't handle their food products in an unsanitary. No, I do. Well, I bet people Uh, do in the produce department. And then, and then the greatest thing, Homer's like, "Thank you, come again." Yes. Oh my god, that's great. But but who never really came in to do anything? Yeah, he did. He came in to look at the to do all the things. Well, he came to do. Well, he came to do all the things. He didn't do all the things. Um, so Homer and Marge sit at the kitchen table, and Homer believes they will never sell their rotten dump of a house. And then Bart falls halfway through the scene. Now, would the Glo- excuse me, would the Globex Corporation be not necessarily in charge of selling the house, but be willing to move the Simpsons while they're ha- like if they're actually that interested in having Homer at the plant or at this yeah. corporation? Would they just? Move the family out there, and they could help sell your house. How does so, that work? I don't I know how that works. 
I would feel like it would still be on you to sell the house. Now, obviously, if a company is like, hey, we have a shitload of money we're going to offer to you, maybe maybe they would help out. But it, I, I feel like, like, because when I moved uh, from Madison to Green Bay, it was on me to find somebody to sublet my apartment. And I had to pay rent for two months oh, with nobody living there because sure. I couldn't find anybody. Yep. Um. So, and that's even just an apartment. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's on you to find somebody to buy your, like a lot of people, you know, especially like if you're buying a new house, a lot of people will, you know, if you put an offer in a new house, you'll put a contingency in there that says we'll only buy this house if we sell our old house. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's still on the Simpsons to sell the house. Now, why they're doing it themselves and they didn't hire a realtor? Because the realtor company isn't in the town of Springfield yet. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Um, so Homer, uh, oh yeah. So Bart asks for help and Marge pushes him back up in the broom. Yep. And so Marge is like, even if they do sell the house, they won't come close to paying off the mortgage. Now, here's the thing. In, in the episode, and Maggie makes three, Homer is able to pay off his debt so he could work at the bowling alley after carefully budgeting his money. Yep. So the question is, do they take out a new mortgage on the house when Maggie was born? Uh, My, I would think no. No, I mean, unless because you because he would have health insurance yeah. through the plan. Um, well, we all know so how it, much Homer makes. I don't know if that's enough to support one, two and now three kids. I yeah, but to take out a new mortgage to, for, I don't know. It's it's very weird that they kind. I mean, they basically retcon the fact that Homer paid off the mortgage. Yep. Yeah. So I maybe they forgot that they own the house. I guess. I yeah. It's it's really weird. Um. So uh. So then both Homer and Marge come up with the same idea, and we see them go outside, and Homer puts up a board. On the front door that says abandoned. Now, I don't think you can just do that. You can't just straight up leave your house because the bank will eventually come for you if you have a mortgage. Yep. But Homer's in an uh, imaginary city. The bank can't find him. That's fair. And they didn't leave a forwarding address. Probably not. <laughs> uh, so now we see the trailer that they're using. It's called... Oh, also, wanna, hold on. before you. But the other thing, too, is... If you don't pay the mortgage, the bank will put a lien on your house and then they'll just take it and foreclose on it and sell it. Yeah. I don't know how long the Simpsons were actually gone. That's true. I mean, if it hadn't been 30 days, even they, they probably yeah. uh, lucked out, I guess. Maybe. Um. So they're, they're moving and they're using a, yeah. a trailer called little lugger. <laughs> kind of <laughs> like a U-Haul. Correct. But they probably couldn't use U-Haul. Um, so Ned comes over to talk about uh, all the things that Homer has borrowed. And Ned asks if he's going to need them in uh, Cypress Creek. And he's like, I, I love that he has the power sander and the TV tray <laughs> uh, and the downstairs bathtub. And, yeah. uh, but I love that the, the power sander and the TV tray that Homer has taken from Flanders originally appeared in Marge on the lamb and Lisa's yep. first word. Yeah. That's great. So Homer's uh, basically stealing Flanders <laughs> stuff at this point. He's not even next door to him yeah. anymore. 
And he, then I love this. I love this. He's like, um, Oakley, 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 Oakley. <laughs> Jeez, Ned, Ned just Ned has all this pent up rage, and I think it explodes in a few episodes. I can't, yeah. I can't wait till Ned just, just goes nuts. Um, and so the Simpsons, uh, they're, they're leaving. Bye house. Um, uh, bye everybody. And I love this. The second time they said goodbye to their house and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, in like the last three weeks. Uh, well, I mean, the other one was because they were going. Vacation. Yeah. But, but they're saying goodbye to all the townsfolk. Uh, I love how they drive back by Moe's and I love Barney's just like jumping for joy or something weird. Like that, yeah, that was, he's drunk. I guess. He doesn't know what's going on. It's like bye on. bye, Homer. <laughs> now, now my my two favorites are when they say bye to Doctor Nick and Doctor Hibbert, who are working on a patient uh, outside the hospital, and then the other one is where Wiggum is arresting Snake. Yep. Sayonara. <laughs> and then Nelson does his trademark laugh. Yep, that's great. Yeah, but they, yeah, they they basically <laughs> say goodbye. Like they drive past. Uh, the school and everyone's like, it's surprise. Like they must've been up and out really fast. Cause I feel like, I mean, they probably couldn't write it into the episode, but it would have been kind of fun to see like a uh, Millhouse Nelson, uh Millhouse uh, Bart, like goodbye scene of some kind. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially if like, like I mentioned, they tried, they were thinking, Oh, we're going to make this permanent. Yeah. Like, or fool everyone to think that it's going to be permanent. I mean, having some sort of goodbye scene like that might've, might've helped a a little bit um maybe but so um as uh the simpsons are leaving springfield homer's like i'm gonna miss springfield this town's been awfully good to us then bart pops his head up no one has a dad that's why we're leaving oh yeah so long stink town <laughs> um but that's not why they're leaving they're well, I mean, no. that's kind of why they're leaving, but they got they're leaving well, they're because leaving. Homer got offered a new job. Correct. Um, and and Elliot watching was like, ah, "Stink Town." That's great. <laughs> I love watching it. I I mean, it was only his second full episode. I think he's watched, but I I love uh, okay. when he picks out random things in a in an episode. Yeah. Uh, so as we're driving away, we see the license plate on Little Lugger's trailer is F three F twenty three, which is this episode's production number. That's pretty neat. Yeah. I, I think it'd be funny if they put all all the production numbers kind of hiddenly <laughs> in all the all the episodes. Man, that's a lot of work, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's on the, it's on the animators. It's their job to figure that out. Um, yeah. So Lisa reads uh, from the uh, Cypress Creek pamphlet uh, that one giant redwood can cover a day's worth of vomit at Disneyland. It's a lot of vomit. That's a pretty big redwood. How much vomiting is going on at Disney? Yeah. Now the funny thing is, is, so I watching this episode, I was trying to figure out, okay, where are they? Where's Cypress Creek? Where are they going? Um, uh-huh. Now to me, giant redwoods is the upper Northwest California or California, California upper Northwest area, West coast. Um, at the end of this yeah. episode, we're kind of taken aback and maybe not, but maybe they are uh-huh. based on other parts of this episode. And we'll get to that towards the end. Um, so the Simpsons, ooh and ah, as they drive into Cypress Creek, um, and, and they pull into their new house, which is 15201 Maple Systems Road. 
It's not as catchy as uh, nine uh, seven forty two Evergreen Terrace. Correct, but uh, I think that's the point. Yeah, it, it, man, they were really trying to drive the fact that <laughs> the Simpsons were because, like, there's no other reason to give us the address. I know. Yep. Um, so they walk into the new house and everyone is obviously impressed because it's way bigger than their current one. And Bart's like, call yeah. dibs on the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just call dibs. That's his new bedroom. Yeah. Come on, man. Mitch Hepburn is like, it's up to me to decide how many bedrooms this has. <laughs> this bedroom has a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> this bedroom has a TV. This bedroom has other people living in it. <laughs> in a house on the other side of the street. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, so Lisa closes the door, but as soon as she does, there's a knock. And then, uh, the guy, uh, they open up the door and there's a guy holding a welcome basket, welcoming the Simpsons to Cypress Creek on behalf of the president of the Globex Corporation, me, Hank Scorpio. I'm the president. Yeah. And he tells them to try the papaya, which is full of papaya, which makes you struggle like Popeye. Popeye, papaya, Popeye, papaya. See, get it? <laughs> <laughs> And oh uh, the, the, the the Hank Scorpio is voiced by none other than Al Brooks. Oh, my God. He does such a great job. Now, I know he's voiced a few things on The Simpsons, but this has to be yep. his best character thus far. Oh, yeah. Voice on The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, And Homer, you know, Homer says, wow, my boss. Don't call me that word. I don't like things that have elevated me above other people. I'm just like you. Oh, sure. I come later in the day. I get paid a lot more and I take longer vacations, but I don't like the word boss. <laughs> Every boss I've ever met. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Hank points to us. He's like, Hey, look at my feet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. You like these moccasins? Look in your closet. There's a pair for you. Don't like them. Then neither do I. And he takes off his moccasins and throws them in the street. He's like, get the hell out of here. Ha! Ever seen a guy say goodbye to a shoe? <laughs> Once. <laughs> now, is he referring to that time? I think so. Okay, I was like, <laughs> maybe it was Bart or someone else threw a shoe, but... um, Yeah, I love... God, I love his lines. His lines are absolutely classic. Just everything, yeah. everything about it. Um, so Marge yeah. tells Hank that she thinks the house is too good for them. And she keeps expecting to get the bums rush. <laughs> and he's like, there are no bums in this town. <laughs> so the, 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 the bums rush is actually a term. So she, she feels like she's freeloading. But she's not. Well, I mean, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't have but to they... buy the house. The house was basically given to them. Yeah, which is why she like, which is why she feels like she's gonna get the quote unquote bums rush, where she's gonna feel like she's freeloading because they didn't really pay for anything. Yeah. So yeah, I had to look that one up because I was like, that's such a weird thing to say, and I, I I've heard the phrase before, probably most likely here. So you know, yeah, it's a it's a term for like feeling like you're freeloader, which is which is kids. Uh, anyway, <laughs> kids are freeloaders. Yep. Um. So uh, Hank tells Marge there are no bums in this town, but if they were, they would all they would all be allowed to go at their own pace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Marge, Hank, they wouldn't Hank rush. They go at their own pace. So Hank puts on a runner's number and says he's in the middle of a fun run, and tells Homer he will see him at work the next day, even though he doesn't like to call it work. Yep. 
What, what does he call it? Fun? Uh, yeah. So Marge tries to clean up the house, uh, but the house is self-cleaning. Yep. I mean... It's a robot house. Yeah. It's a, it's a smart house. Yeah, it is. And I mean, there was nothing like this in 1996, man. I mean, I, I feel, they they kind of uh, they they kind of like, future future predicted the the Roomba sort of like the like the garden like you can put like because the garden like would self water but you can like oh put that's that on, on a timer anywhere. yeah no I'm talking about like the vacuum she's like she's like uh, the vac the vacuum set to dust something I mean yeah. I mean aside from it being a traditional vacuum moving around I mean I think they kind of future yeah. predicted the uh, the Roomba there. Yeah, Maggie is enjoying her swing of a baby swinger, <laughs> and we cut to Maggie, who does not appear to be. No, no, no. She all. wants like that thing trying to hit off. the off one. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! So Homer drives into work and is shown around Globex by Hank, and Scorpio's like, "You will notice, my new best friend, that we're pretty casual around here." <laughs> and Homer's like, "Yes, sir. I will notice that. Very casual, Mister Scorpio." <laughs> Mr. Scorpion. Scorpion. <laughs> uh, he's like, and Scorpio's like, don't call me Mr. Scorpion. It's Mr. Scorpio. But don't call me that either. Call me Hank. <laughs> he's like the greatest uh, boss ever uh, that also happens to be evil. I know, um, man. So Hank stops the tour and asks Homer to hang out, hang his coat up on the wall. But Homer, like, so he takes his coat, he's like looking for a wall. And Hank's like, relax, Homer. At Globex, we don't believe in walls. Um, so how are you in a building? Yeah, how's your building being held up, dude? <laughs> yeah. And then tells Homer he didn't even give him his coat. And Homer looks down <laughs> to see the coat is gone and looks up to see the coat on Hank. And Hank is wearing it backwards. Yep. And Homer is impressed. Yeah. While, while he was, while Homer is impressed by Ethan. Yeah, while Homer was looking around, Hank just shoved his arms right back in yeah. the jacket. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, Hank tells Homer his dream was to own a place like Globex. And Hank asks Homer what his dream is. And Homer says his dream is to work for Hank. My dream is to work for you. Don't do that. And he's like, don't do that. Don't do that. His butt is for sitting on, not for kissing. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And Hank asks Homer again, uh, and this time to be honest, what his real dream is. And Homer's like, I want to own the Dallas Cowboys. And Hank asks Homer if he was laughed at. And Homer's like, I was. He he forgot to mention bias kids. Um... So Hank tells Homer not to give up and tells Homer he was laughed at for wearing jeans with a sport coat. And Hank was the first wealthy man in America to do that. <laughs> I guess. Well, I mean, I guess like Zuckerberg wears like jeans and like a t-shirt. Yeah. Hank Scorpio started this trend. Yeah. And so Hank introduces Homer to his team. And he's like, now Homer, these gentlemen here will be your eyes and your ears. And should the need arise, they'll fill in for any other b- part of your body. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Your job will be to manage and motivate them. Give them the benefit of your years of experience. Uh, how does Hank not know who Homer Simpson is? They didn't vet him properly. Clearly. Clearly they did not vet him properly. Because if they had, they wouldn't have offered him a job. No, not at all. And so Homer says that that won't take long. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Hank tells Homer the key to motivation is trust, and he wants Homer to do a trust fall, which, okay. So Hank starts counting down, but right as he hits one, the phone next to him rings. Hank answers the phone, and Homer falls backwards. Yeah. And does, is not caught by Hank, because Hank is on the phone. Nope. Nope, he's gone. 
He's uh well, he's not gone. He's just on he's the just phone. On the he phone. Wasn't yeah. So I'm trying to see um when it was popular to wear uh jeans with uh, a spore coat. Never. It's never been popular. Well, according to this, like spore coat paired with jeans is not a formal or semi-formal look. It's inherently casual in nature. But I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to see if 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 there's like any uh instance where this became more popular. But uh I I really can't can't see. I mean, it does say a lot of it does say like the 90s. Like a lot of what I'm looking yeah. at are 80s and 90s, but maybe Hank Scorpio didn't invent it. Who's to yeah. who's to say that he didn't? Yeah. Um. So Hank tells Homer that not to let that be a sign of mistrust. That was a, that was a phone call. It was a phone call, and he's like, "I got I got to go. Someone's ate part of my lunch." He's like, <laughs> oh, "But I love his call." He's like, "How much? When? Like you think it's something like super important that's uh happening? I mean, I guess it is. It's yeah. his lunch. I always hated. I always loved those like TV shows where like the episode ten has like a seen it where it's like some co-workers eating the other person's lunch yeah i most mainly think of the office when uh andy's uh getting upset that other people are eating his lunch and it's not his fault no one no one labeled it or he didn't yeah. he didn't label his lunch maybe hank maybe hank didn't label his lunch yeah but i feel like his lunch would just be in his office in his own office yeah, yeah. unless he, hey he doesn't like to consider himself a boss so maybe he uh puts his lunch with the uh with the common folk you don't, you don't think maybe. so? You don't think he likes putting his food with the common folk? Well, he doesn't like the word boss, yeah. so maybe. Uh, so Hank leaves and tells Homer that they're on a tight schedule and to keep his team motivated. And Homer Homer asks his team if they're working. He's like, yes. Uh, can you work harder? Absolutely, Mr. Simpson. Call me Homer. I like. I love how he's trying to emulate hank scorpio like i i love it he's like yeah oh he likes me so much i i should be i should be just like him and so bart well i mean outside of the evil part yeah. and so bart and lisa are dropped off at cypress creek elementary school with uh, i love the internet address on the uh on his like yeah. www.studynet.edu it's not real that's sad so i you know i feel like it's supposed to be well it's it's possible it also was taken po- away so- it's probably, well, it doesn't even, like, there's nothing there, like, so, because I believe, I don't know if it's a law or, like, a rule, but, like, if you're on TV, because uh, How I Met Your Mother did this a lot, if you mention a URL, you are supposed to create it. Yes. Like, I've seen, I've seen a lot of things created for URL, like, a lot of URLs yeah. have become... You know, real like John Oliver just did it a couple of weeks ago. Oh, did he? Yeah, <laughs> like created a URL specifically for uh... for a show. Oh, well, he said it on air. He's like, well, now that I said it, we got to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love, I love the fact that like the writers on this episode were like, we're like, we did this basically because um, the making a url it was for a school was like really far-fetched like the internet was really yeah. starting to kind of come around a little bit more and like be a little bit more popular but it was still really far-fetched for a school 
to have yeah. its own website. So they thought it'd be funny to to give give the school its own website. Yeah. And so we see Bart making farting sounds in class, you know, trying to, you know, give him the give him the uh, old uh, Bart Simpson charm. And uh, uh-huh. one of the classmates in is like, "He got a fresh sound. It'll play well at this school." <laughs> yep. So even the cool kid thinks Bart's like, "Dude." You'll you'll fit right in until the damn teacher walks in the room and starts teaching. And well, you you missed a spot. Oh, sorry. Um. So so um. As the as the kids are laughing, we get a kid who looks sort of like Millhouse coming up and asks (laughs) asks Bart if uh, he could be his uh, friend. And uh, he's like, I've been looking for someone to boss me around. (laughs) Yeah. Got got a got a. I, I mean, I feel like that Millhouse looking kid would have gone to that other cool kid already. You'd already have uh-huh. him, unless he's like, nah, man, I can't boss you around. I'm too cool for that." Or it's yeah. just on that border of cool. Um, yeah. and so uh, the teacher walks in and is ready to teach, and he writes a sentence in, in, on the board in cursive and uh, tells the class to circle the nouns. Now, fourth grade, I can't, I feel like we were learning cursive in the fourth grade, right? I feel like I learned cursive in third grade. Okay. Yeah, it was around that time to start start learning that sort of stuff. And all the kids, uh-huh. you know, start writing except for Bart because he uh, doesn't know what uh, what it is. And the teacher, you know, it's like, Bart, you're new. What? Why don't you read it in front of the class? It's like, two-in-ten-dumpin... Then he reaches under his shirt. <laughs> the kids are kids are not uh, impressed, and nope. so the uh, varsity teacher pulls him into the the hallway, and he's like, "So you've never learned cursive? Uh, well, I know hell and damn and bit. All right, let me stop you right there. <laughs> uh, cursive handwriting script. Do you know the multiplication tables? Long division." I know of them. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Kerbopple, what are you teaching your fourth graders? Well, how to say hell and damn and bitch. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Joe's like, hmm, uh, you know, Bart, I think you might profit from a more remedial environment. I'm sure you'll feel right at home in the leg up program. <laughs> So can I, why, why do we need, I mean, outside of being able to sign our names, do we really need cursive handwriting? I haven't used cursive handwriting outside of writing my name in probably 20 years. Oh yeah. Like even when I like write out checks, cause like, like with checks, like a lot of people like to write in cursive. No, I print that shit. Yep. Yeah. I, like, it needs, like, like the only reason you need to learn cursive is to, to sign your freaking name. Yeah, I don't. And even now, and even now, a lot of stuff you can do online and you can just have the computer. Do I, the don't signature for you. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, well, Elliot's actually pretty good at, at printing. He's okay yeah. at it. But I almost think in like 20 years, kids aren't even going to know how to use a pen and paper. Like, I mean, with yeah. iPads, computers, tablet, like all this shit, like what's even, what's even the point? Well, what was the point of cursive to begin with outside of signing your name? Well, if if I had to take a guess, it was more of a royalty type thing in the uh, in the medieval times. 
Like it's it's well, you know what I mean, if you look at any, you know, Robin Hood era or you know, medieval era stuff, all the nobles, they're writing in cursive. So I oh. and so I think that's probably where it came from is like, oh, it's a pretty looking hand. I mean, why do you think they use cursive writing on like wedding invitations and stuff like that? It's that's true. It's more of a yeah. higher I don't know, like a, just a better writing script for for people of uh, stature would be a probably a yeah. good way to put it. And you know, they just kept it kept it going for no good reason, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um and so <laughs> Then we see uh, most of the kids in the leg up program kind of look like Ralph Wiggum and they, they definitely all sound like Ralph. It's definitely the same voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you in for? I'm from, they brought me down from Canada today and they say I'm a bit slow. <laughs> I start fires. <laughs> oh man. I start fires. Yep. I I mean I I don't know if I like that they all sound like Ralph. I mean I get well the whole point is it's remedial. No, I get that. Um, you know it's funny because I was just reading stuff about the episode. And it's like all the students in Bart's remedial class were initially given hair modeled on Ralph oh. Wiggum's, but then the staff felt that the children looked quote unquote kind of troubled, so their designs were oh. <laughs> were designs were altered. <laughs> Which makes sense. I don't. I, I guess the voice doesn't necessarily matter too much, except for every the, even the the girl. Like everyone sounded like Ralph. That yeah. I mean, I don't know if he did want to hire different voice actors or not, but uh, yeah. Oh, here we go. I found it. I, I just want to go back to that. That uh, I knew it was somewhere in my notes. So the the sign in the elementary school displaying that uh, website. Weinstein called it one of the show's most obviously dated jokes because the idea of a school having its own website was almost a novelty in 1996. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we cut to Marge doing some gardening because why not? But we see the house's automatic sprinklers. Mm-hmm. Now, if Marge really wanted to do work, couldn't she just turn off the automated stuff? Yeah, I mean, probably. if you really wanted to to do work, I mean, you could just turn it all off. I mean, it's not that complicated, I'm sure. Yeah. But Marge goes back into the house, all dejected, and she says, "I can't complain. Everything's perfect." And <laughs> she grabs a glass of glass a glass and a bottle of wine, pours drinks. Dun dun dun. <laughs> yeah i like at the beginning of i like at the beginning of this one we didn't mention this during when when she was originally cleaning the house and everything but i like how she was like yeah. eh, maybe i'll go upstairs and make sure the beds are still made I'm like oh yeah. I'm like no one's no one's home marge you already made them dude yeah. but she was bored out of her mind um yeah. but yeah then we get cut back to the school and we do, bart asked the kids you know where they're from um and the girl i love the girl she's like I fell off the jungle gym. When I woke up, I was in here. <laughs> I started fires. Uh, so then the, the uh, teacher tells the kids to pull out a round sheet of paper and their safety pencils. Oh my God. Uh, and it's like, I hope we can get through this week. We can get through the letter A. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Oh man. Could you imagine 
Oh my god. I mean, Bart, Bart, I don't feel like Bart's dumb. I mean, we know he has the dumb gene because all Simpsons men are dumb. No, I wouldn't say, like... I wouldn't say that he's dumb. I just think that that the school is farther ahead than fourth grade yes. at Springfield Elementary. Yeah. So Bart points out that because they are behind, the only way they can catch up is to go slower <laughs> and does the cuckoo motions, which all he's like, that's that's crazy. Cuckoo. And all the other kids copy him, and the teacher yells at the kids to stop. And Bart's like, look, lady, I'm supposed to be in the fourth grade. <laughs> the teacher's like, sounds to me like someone's got a case of the Sposdas. <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, Bart's right. He's supposed to be in the fourth grade. It's not his fault. Now, look. That, elementary, that Springfield Elementary sent him behind. Yeah, I get that. But does he have to go to remedial? Couldn't he just maybe drop back a grade? Go to the third grade. <laughs> yeah, third grade. Yeah. What the hell's Lisa up to? Like... Like well, we'll no no out. no I get that what Lisa's up to because of the episode but where's where's Lisa like we didn't get a single school shot of Lisa yeah it's because she's not at school you think she's just not going to school she has to go to school yes. I thought everything she did was after school she has to go to school we saw them dropped off together at the beginning of the show I thought she no she wandered away because she saw the squirrel oh so she never went back. That, that is not, that's went... not Lisa Simpson. Well, they're also not in Springfield anymore. Yeah, that's still not Lisa Simpson. <laughs> uh, so uh, Warren pats Bart on the back a couple of times before trying to hit Bart, which the teacher stops Warren from doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now we see Lisa walking away from school and into the forest and stops to look at some wildflowers, which they don't have in Springfield. And uh, Chipmunk stops by and Lisa's like, oh, hello, you're a, you're a northern reticulated chipmunk. Yes, you are. Uh, that species does not exist. <laughs> Which is weird. Another weird thing for the Simpsons. Typically, the Simpsons do a pretty good yeah. job of. Well, don't forget Cypress Creek is a fictional place. No, I get it. But they always do typically real yeah. things in the Simpsons. That is true. And then uh, Lisa notices an owl and she's like, Oh, you're kind of early, Mrs. Owl. And then Lisa skips away and the owl swoops down and grabs the chipmunk. Because nice. that's what owls eat. Yep. So now we see the Cypress Creek promenade, which the Simpsons are walking around. And Homer's like, Mr. Scorpio says productivity is up 2%. And it's all because of my motivational techniques like donuts. And the possibility of more donuts to come. <laughs> Apparently that's I mean, what motivates his workers, I guess. Yeah. So then Bart runs up to the window of a store called The Spend Zone. Yep. And sees that the store sells sports collectibles, like a baseball made out of Secretariat. Oh my god. <laughs> this is good. Uh, good. Uh, and then Homer sees a Tom Landry hat signed by Tom Landry to Berman's Dry Cleaning Best wishes, Tom Lane. And Homer's like, you know, Homer's looking at it longingly. And Bart's like, why don't you buy it? And Homer's like, I can't buy that. Only management type guys with big salaries like me can afford things like that. (gasps) Guys like me? I'm a guy like me. (laughs) I need to start using that more. Yeah, that's great. Oh, man. So... Now, so Homer buys the hat and wears it to work, and he tries to motivate his team by using football terminology. It's like, we're down by seven. We need a touchdown. (laughs) Go along. Like, shit like that. 
And then Homer notices the guys aren't working any harder. And one guy explains they have been running themselves ragged to get the reactor up. And Homer's like, well, if you guys are tired, we need to get you hammocks. Yep. And so Homer goes to see Hank. And Hank's door says, come on in. (laughs) Uh... And Homer's like, sir, I need to know where I can get some business hammocks. Scorpio's like, hammocks? My goodness, what an idea. Why didn't I think of that? Hammocks? Homer, there's four places. There's the Hammock Hut. That's on third. Uh-huh. uh-huh. There's Hammocks R Us. That's on third, too. Got it. Got it. You put, uh, you uh, you got, put your butt there. Mm-hmm. That's on third. Yes. Swing low, sweet chariot. <laughs> right? Matter of fact, they're all in the same complex. It's the Hammock Complex down on third. Oh, the Hammock District. So the greatest part about this scene is when Hank, uh, when Hank is describing where to get hammocks, he was talking to the extent that Homer couldn't follow until he caught up with him and replying, oh, in the hammock district. That's because their voice actors had similar actions during the recordings of the scene. Al Brooks, the one who voices Hank Scorpio, was ad-libbing throughout the entire scene, <laughs> causing Dan Castellaneta, Homer, Homer's voice actor, to be unable to follow. <laughs> That is great. That is fantastic. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see these guys in action. Well, I don't, I kind of wonder now with like, because of the pandemic, if they just don't do their voice recordings, in like, studio? Zoom, I, like they don't do it at a studio anymore. I think now they probably do. I think during the pandemic, no, I, I know all the voice yeah. actors did from their house. Yeah. But uh, I feel like so. now they're kind of all back in studio. I would I would have to imagine, maybe. Um, and so uh, Hink sends Hink secretary says the link is up, and uh, Homer's, Homer, uh, Scorpio's like, "Excuse me, Homer," and uh, <laughs> Scorpio's like, "Good afternoon, gentlemen. This is Scorpio." <laughs> oh, I love Bond villains. They're great. I have the Doomsday device. You have seventy two hours to deliver the gold. Or you'll face the consequences. And to prove I'm not bluffing, watch this. And Scorpio presses a button on a remote. And uh, on the screen, you see an explosion outside the uh, window of the UN. And one of the guys is like, oh my god, the 59th Street Bridge. Maybe it collapsed on its own. We can't take <laughs> that chance. You always say that. I want to take a chance. <laughs> 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 oh, oh that's great i love bond villains they're they are absolutely fantastic um yeah. and so then uh scorpio goes back to homer to talk more about hammocks and he's like there's a place called marianne's hammocks where she gets in the hammock with you <laughs> do you come with the hammock <laughs> oh you um so hank asks homer if he knows uh who invented the hammock and he's like no well, that's your new job, Homer. <laughs> Go find the inventor of the hammock. <laughs> yeah. Giving Homer additional tax. Uh, yeah. Um, so Homer, you know, walking around the Globex Corporation with the coffee mug in hand. And he asks the guard if there's uh, any sugar around. And the guard tells Homer, oh, right there in that room. And I I love it. Like, it should, <laughs> should be off limits just to yeah. security door. There's like, black, well, yeah, it's like the black and yellow, like, lines around the door and like it clearly it's like homer hasn't been to this part of the uh the plant yet no no um and so uh hank is uh in the room and homer walks up uh up the stairs to hank at his little like uh 
booth and Hank says he has two fingers crossed that Homer will have the nuclear reactor up by the next day. <laughs> and Homer's like, no Homer, problemo. no problemo. And it's like, by the way, Homer, what's your least favorite country, Italy or France? France. <laughs> Nobody ever says Italy. <laughs> I love that they're shitting on France. Oh yeah, it's great. Cause just screw France. Yeah, I've never. You've been to Italy. Oh, I love Italy. Italy's great. I've never been to France, so I mean, France has got to go. Yeah, right? exactly. They don't have a. They, have, they don't have a leaning tower. Tower. So, not that you're aware yeah. of. Uh, so so Homer points out that he's never seen this office. It's like that that's because it's my office, but not. But he, Hank has a few offices. Yeah. Uh, and then Homer asks Hank if they have any sugar around here. He's like he's like eh. Goes into his pants pocket and pull pulls out like just handfuls of sugar. It's like here you go. He's like, and Hank is like, you want any cream? Uh, no. <laughs> I do not want Hank Scorpio cream. It's gross. Oh. oh. And so uh, uh so now we cut back to the Sim- new Simpson house and it's all sparkling clean. Marge sitting at the counter takes another sim- sip of wine. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so now we can see the kids <laughs> in the Lego program playing musical chairs and singing. <laughs> I like me. I like me. Da, 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 like the Barney song on the show. Like and, uh, the, and I love how there's like more chairs yes, than kids. Yep. Well, yeah, because everyone's a winner. Yay. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's just how it works. That's that's pretty yeah. true this day and age, man. Every kid gets a participation trophy. Yeah. Um. So Lisa continues to walk through the forest, sniffing plants, and uh, she starts sneezing. Oh, no. Poor Lisa. So, yeah, so she stops at another plant, which causes her to sneeze even more. Uh, and it looks like she's got a lot of pollen on her hands and nose. I mean, I don't know much about flowers, but can pollen really just come off like that? I know people are allergic well, to pollen it does. and everything, but can they get covered in yeah, it? Yeah, it can. It can. All right. Yeah, pollen. Like, I mean, bees pick up pollen. Yeah, maybe. And so she falls to the ground and sees another chipmunk. And to which she tells it she is allergic to everything. And the chipmunk blows a dead dandelion, in her, like the white yep. one, into her face, causing Lisa to continue what to sneeze. What a dick, man. So, yeah, that chipmunk is a, well, it's a North reticulated chipmunk. Yeah. So Homer is still in Hank's underground office, trying to buy some candy from a snack <laughs> machine that he apparently has down there. <sighs> and Hank has a guy named Bont. Yep. Tied down while a laser comes out. Do you want to know why? Bont Do you t- want to know why his name was Mister Bont? Because it's modeled after James Bond. No, because the the writers did not want to get uh, get have, they had concerns over possible lawsuits using. Oh uh, no shit! Mis- you can't just use James Bond. Well, they called him Mister Bond. Like, they didn't. They didn't say James. They didn't use James. They just said yeah. Mister Bond. And so they decided on Bont. Because it was the most similar to the name that, that they could use, legally use. Uh, uh, so Bont calls Scorpio mad. Um, and Bont is strapped to a laser just like Bond was in Goldfinger. And this was the, the Sean Connery Bond. Yes. Well, yeah, that's Goldfinger. Yep. Well, people might not know. I gotta let them know. Well, let me finish and I would have gotten to that. It's the third James Bond film released in 1964 and the third to star Sean Connery. All right. 
Uh, so Bont asks Scorpio if Scorpio expects him to talk, <laughs> no, and he's like, "No, I expect, I expect you, to, you die. to die and to be a very cheap funeral." <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that's great. Uh, so uh, Bont escapes by using a quarter to split the laser, and Hank yells at anyone to stop him because he is supposed to die. <laughs> stop! Uh, he's supposed to die. A- <laughs> Bont sprays a gas at Scorpio and runs away, and so Homer tackles Bont, and Scorpio thinks Homer. And Hank's like, when you go home tonight, there's going to be another story on your house. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, God. And then the guards come up and shoot Bond dead. Why didn't they just do that in the first place? Because, you know, you know, Bond villains have to, like, <laughs> tell their story. And, like, like look at, look at, uh, um, uh, Austin Powers. It was I like, know, I was just it was like say- aren't you going to watch him die? No, no, no. I'm just going to expect that it all is going according to plan. <laughs> Look, I got some guns in my room. I can just go up there and we can do it together. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, the Simpsons sit around the dining room table, all depressed, except for obviously Homer. And Homer tells them how he tackled a loafer at work. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Homer asks uh, what is wrong with them, calling them sad sacks. And Lisa's like, I'm allergic to everything. And her nose is so stuffed up. She can't taste Marge's boiled celery. Why are they eating boiled celery? I mean, I think you're... Okay, look. Marge has all this time on her hands. How is she not just a super cook by now? Yeah. So, Marge is like... She tells Homer she is bored and that she is so bored she has been drinking a glass of wine every day. She knows the doctors say to drink a glass and a half, but Marge can't drink that much. (laughs) And so... uh, uh, so yeah, Marge and Lisa express their dissatisfaction in Cypress Creek, and Homer's like, "Well, the Simpsons men are doing fine, right, Bart? You haven't even gotten in trouble at school." Bart's like, "I can't get in trouble at school. They put me in the remedial class. I'm surrounded by arsonists, arsonists and kids, <laughs> arsonists and kids with mittens pinned to their jackets all year round." Oh my god. And so all the all the family at once tell Homer they want to move back to Springfield. And uh, I get it. Everybody's miserable. Yep. And Homer's like, I can't believe it. They have it great in Cypress Creek. And for once, I'm actually good at my job. Is he, though? Well, he is. is He's he, 2% above it. But his... he can't. He, he, he hasn't gotten the nuclear reactor up, though. No, I think by the end of the episode, he did, though, didn't he? No, maybe he did. We'll get there. Yep. And so uh, Homer says his team is way ahead of the weather machine in the germ war division. <laughs> uh, the weather machine. I always I always said that the government uh, controls the weather. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And no. uh, move on. Oh, no, 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 man. Someone's got a weather machine out there. Why do you think it rains in certain spots and doesn't rain in other spots? It's called cl- well, it's called climate. Uh-huh. It's how climate Why do work. you think the weather people are never accurate? Because it's weather. Uh-huh. So, uh... Go do their job. <laughs> and so, uh, Marge uh, leaves the decision up to Homer, because it's, it's his job. She's she's yeah. not bringing in any money. Um, so, yeah. Homer goes back to Hank's underground lair, where uh, Scorpio's men are uh, fighting the U.S. Army. Is it the U.S. Army? It is Army? the U.S. Army. They never uh, specifically state No, that. but it is. How do you know? Because what other armies would he need to fight? He just blew up the 59th Street Bridge in New York. 
mean, yeah, but he was talking to the UN early. Exactly. Well, I'm assuming the U.S. Army would have to fight on the U.S. on U.S. soil, but um, could be the Canadian Army. Sure. Oh wait, they weren't they weren't carrying a hockey stick. No, they weren't. Um, and so we see some army guys, you know, breach the wall and Hank pushes a button, uh, for a thing that says skull that, uh, vat of acid basically is dumped on the men and yep. Homer goes up to Hank wanting to talk and Hank asks if it can wait a second. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of busy here. The, uh, yeah. I'm about my, my company's about to get taken down. Uh, yeah. and then Homer and Hank watch a woman kill an army guy with her legs and That's this <laughs> um, is actually based on um, uh, Mrs. Goodthighs from the 1967 James Bond parody Casino Royale. And um, uh, so, yeah. And uh, she could be seen attacking a character modeled after a U.S. Army General, Norman Schwarzkopf. Uh, so, yeah, we got a lot of Bond villains and Bond people all over this uh this episode. And so Homer asks Scorpio, uh, what's going on? And Hank says, uh, we're in a little bit of trouble with the government. Homer's like, (laughs) yeah, don't get me started on the government. (laughs) The government (laughs) sucks. Sucks. Uh, Homer is not wrong. Yep. And, uh, Scorpio asks Homer what the problem is. And Homer explains that the family wants to move back to Springfield. And Hank tells Homer, ah, let him move. You can stay here with me and we'll go bowling. (laughs) <laughs> i mean homer likes bowling and no, uh hank asks homer what's uh bothering his family homer says eh, it's nothing just some little things well you can't argue with the little things because the little that things that make true. up life that is very true yep. hank is a wise and man. then hank grabs a uh starts a grenade throws it and blows up some army dudes and as one yep, does and uh hank's disappointed but homer needs to do what's best for his family Look at this. This is yeah. the best boss in the world. Also one that's trying to take over said world. Yes, but best boss in the world. <laughs> he cares yeah. for the people that are employed by him. Just not anybody yes. else. So Homer thanks Hank for everything. Um, and Hank tells Homer that if he needs anything, just a call. And Homer's like, well, what's the number? I don't know the number. I've never had to call my own number. Someone upstairs will tell you. <laughs> uh one dial one um, no that's burns number right and so hank puts on a flamethrower and tells homer that uh if he wants to kill someone on the way out he would really appreciate it <laughs> and he does he uh he kicks a grenade grenade rolls up to him he kicks it and blows up some people so at least he's uh following some last bit of a uh, uh advice by hank um, but Hank jumps yeah. down on the ground and some army guys are coming at him. So he uses his flame floor to back him off. Yep. And uh, as, as Homer walks away, he kicks a grenade. Yep. And uh, Hank tells Homer that he's missing out on some fun. <laughs> and so now we see the Simpsons move back to their old house where their lawn is overgrown and there's stacks of newspapers yep, well. sitting by the front door. So, I mean, that was a pretty large stack. It seemed like they were gone for a couple of weeks. I mean, my grass doesn't grow that bad in a month, but I would say two months, two to three months they were they were gone. No. No? Marge went mad in a week? No. I would say two weeks tops. All right. I guess we could say that. I don't know. I don't know. Grass wouldn't grow that fast. I'd say a month. Let's say a month. One month. 
I what are you talking about? I cut my grass every two weeks. Oh, maybe uh, their laws look a little bit longer than that. We'll say a month. So, uh, uh, the newspaper, the top newspaper headline reads: "Supervillain seizes East Coast with a picture of Hank." Now, <laughs> now here becomes my question. So okay. the UN's in New York. Obviously, he blew yeah. up the bridge in New York. That's yes. on the East Coast. So at the yes. beginning of this episode, when they were talking about Cypress Creek, I made mention that this is Northern California, north northwest of the United States. Not to well, say do they have they don't they don't have redwoods. Out no, east? they don't. Did you look? Yeah. I know the Vermont, New York, upper mid. Yeah, that area is not not like the West Coast. So being that he can remotely destroy things in another city. I guess he could still take over the East coast while still having an office on the West coast. Yeah. Or this whole thing took over. Maybe he was in the upper, the upstate New York area and took over the East coast that way. I couldn't quite decide which direction I, I felt like everything that, that the town represented was more Northern California, Washington state, Oregon area. Yeah. Well, you could, I mean, he could easily be on the West coast and take over. That's what I was thinking. All right. We're going to, we're going to go with that then. Um, and so, uh, Simpsons walk into their house where, uh, Otto has been hanging out now. (laughs) Good thing. Well, well, they abandoned the house. Now the good thing is the state of the state that Springfield is in does not have squatters rights. Well, I think you have to live at a place for a certain amount of time to get squatters, right? No, no, no. If you, like, in, in the state of California, if someone moves out and someone moves... Yeah, but there, Springfield isn't in that's California. That's what I'm saying. California, it is. You have squatters rights. If someone moves out and someone moves into that house, even if it hasn't been sold or whatever, that person no. can live there. But other states, squatters rights doesn't exist. If you basically go into someone's house... That's that's trespassing, and you gotta you gotta go. It's really weird. It's a weird concept. When I first time I heard about that in California, I'm like, how can why can't someone just go? No, there's squatters' rights in Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. Seems like the dumbest thing in the world to me. Like, how could it someone is. just move in and say this is mine now? Like, it it literally this makes no sense. I agree. It makes zero sense. Um, and so Otto tells his girlfriend, Chris, like, Hey, Crystal, we got to grab our stuff and go. <laughs> so we learned Otto has a girlfriend. Nice. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, so then, you know, they, uh, Otto and Crystal leave, uh, the doorbell rings and Homer has received a telegram from Hank. Yep. Uh, what is this? The 1920s? Yep. Well, it's a bond thing. He sends telegrams. Uh, so, yeah, it's true. So the telegram thanks Homer for his help on the project. Uh, Hank bought the Denver Broncos much to Homer's dismay. The funny thing is the Broncos would go on to win the 98 and 99 Super Bowl. Oh, you want to know something even better? Okay. So Homer's disappointment being given the Denver Broncos in lieu of the Dallas Cowboys was a reference to the Cowboys success at the time. When the episode aired, the Cowboys had won then uh, their record five Super Bowls and were defeating or defending yeah. Super Bowl champions while the Broncos had yet to win a league title. Moreover, the AFC, yeah. which of which the Broncos were a part of, had not won the Super Bowl since 1983 season. Ironically, 
in real life, the Broncos have been the far more successful team since the episode was aired, yeah. appearing in four <laughs> yeah. Super Bowls and winning three. In contrast, the Cowboys have not yeah. appeared in the Super Bowl since 1996. <laughs> so basically, the Simpsons <laughs> jinx the Dallas Cowboys. And, also, and no, 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 no. Since Homer Simpson took ownership of the Broncos in this episode, as of January 2023, the team has not lost to the Dallas Cowboys. In the seven games that the two teams have played since this episode aired, the Broncos are 7-0, and outscoring the Cowboys by a combined score of 232-159. to That's great. No, but the funny thing about this season is, or, well, this episode being, because this would have been the season of 96-97, was the Packers actually won the Super Bowl that year against the Patriots in 97. And then the following year, the Packers lost to the Broncos. Yep. In 98, because the Packers were going for back. So not so, not only do the Simpsons predict the future, but they can screw over a team. <laughs> it's the Simpsons curse. Um, uh, who cursed the Toronto Maple Leafs? Then? <laughs> not the Simpsons. That was long before them. Uh, uh, so Marge thinks owning the Broncos is pretty good. And Homer's like, yeah, yeah. Marge wants an explanation why owning the Broncos isn't good. And Homer tells Marge she just doesn't understand football. Clearly, neither does Homer because the Broncos have won a lot since since this this season. Yep. Uh, and so then we get uh, then we get the credits, and the song that plays over the credits is called Scorpio, sung by Sally Stevens, and is similar to the Goldfinger theme sung. Song sung by the Welsh singer Shirley Massey, who had sang the theme songs for a further two films in the James Bond series, Diamonds Are Forever and Moon. Now, funny enough, they actually tried to get her for the Scorpio song, but she wasn't available. Uh, I like, I liked, uh, what did I say her name was? Sally Stevens. She did a pretty good job. Yeah. I wish I had the lyrics for that song. That was so fucking funny. Yeah. It was a good song. Uh, go check out the episode. Listen uh, to the end credits. Don't don't let Disney Plus say you have to go to the next episode. Listen, listen, oh listen to it. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic. I love this episode. Yep. Five. Everything's coming up. Millhouse. Yep. It's great. Uh, it's you know some random guy. Some rat who uh, can't a man just walk down the street without getting offered a job? No. I tell you what, in this country, this country's going to hell when any man can get offered a job just by walking down the street. Yep. Uh, the James Bond reference, Hank Scorpio, the hammock scene. Oh my god, this is great. I'm a guy like me. Yep. It's great. It's fantastic. Like I, I it's just, it's it, it's a banger. It's a banger. Yeah, I mean, we we started off this this season, season eight, started off with a bang. We got a Treehouse of Horror right out the bat. And then we move right into probably, I'd say top twenty-five episode of The Simpsons. Like, uh, it's great. maybe maybe it's, even top fifteen, uh, maybe even top ten. I don't know. I haven't written a list yet. There's a, but like, the, there's just so many good episodes coming up, and like, I, I don't know, man. It's so hard to have just like a top ten episode. Yeah. No, no, no. This is so. This is this episode is absolutely fantastic. I'm going with five. Everything's coming up Millhouse as well. Uh, I mean, Hank Scorpio is probably one of the best 
villains in oh, anything. Absolutely. Like he is so friendly, yeah. so nice. He's he even <laughs> gave the UN seventy two hours to come up with the the gold or whatever the hell he was looking Money. for. But yeah. but I mean, he, even to his uh, even to the people that he's trying to destroy, he gives them seventy two hours. Yeah, he's really nice. And uh, and he's the greatest boss yep. ever. I lo- he's like a more he's a more evil mister. He's like a more nice evil. <laughs> exactly, Mister Burns. Burns just wants to take over the world without a care in the world. He'll shoot a dog to, or destroy destroy dogs and people to get to it. He'll run over a child and then lie about exactly. it. Exactly, uh, Scorpio. He's friendly. He does fun runs. He uh, he gives Popeye. Or uh, papaya to give you papaya yeah. to grow up just like papaya. Yeah. Papaya, 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 papaya. Yep. That's a fun word to say, by the way, papaya. Yep. It's probably why they did Oh, yeah, it. I'm sure it was. <laughs> but uh, no, no, no. Fantastic episode. I'm glad we're starting off season eight with the bang. And we're going to get way more to come. So we're going to get some guests this season. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to do another giveaway. Um. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna live it up in this uh, season, season eight. We're uh, coming up on maybe one quarter of the way, yeah, quarter of the way through uh, the Simpsons uh, episodes because we're on season thirty three. I don't think you know how to do. No, math. we're on season thirty three, and eight divided by thirty two is four, so that's quarter. Okay, for seasons, but not no, episodes. not episodes. I'm saying seasons. We're about a quarter. We're, we're starting a quarter of the way through. Through the uh, seasons of The Simpsons, so because how because how many how many episodes have The Simpsons? Too been? many. Are they up to eight hundred? No, now? they're they're mid seven hundreds. Are they? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're at seven forty eight. Yep. So we're not a quarter of the way through the episode. They're on season. Seasons. By the way, they're on season thirty four. Oh, they're thirty four so, now. Uh, All right. Yes, so we're we're just shy. We're about twenty two percent. Yep. All right, we're 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 trucking along. We'll be in our eighties uh, by the time this is done, maybe. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so let's finish it off with our character profile. And this week we have the villainous, friendly Hank Scorpio. His occupation: president of Globex Corporation, and vice president is the Simpsons man. Um, yep. interests, <laughs> world domination, and fun runs. Dislikes being called boss and walls. He doesn't like walls. Uh, nemesis James Bond. Uh, he invented wearing jeans with sport coats, and I'm not gonna argue with him. Uh, prized possession the doomsday device. So, all right, guys, this is fun. Great episode. Make sure you go back and uh, watch it again after listening to us just to find all the things that we talked about. Um, so if you'd like to follow us, head over to Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. Head over to Facebook, The Simpsons Did It Podcast. Um, we're on all podcasting platforms, but if you listen to us on Spotify, definitely make sure to uh, make us a favorite on there. Um, that way it pops up to let you know when all our episodes are coming out. Um, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, make sure to subscribe and give us a rate and review. Helps uh, get us out there in the world and have more people listen to us. You can also listen to all of our backlog podcasts on YouTube at the Simpsons Did It Podcast on YouTube. 
as of this recording, we're currently sitting at 135 subscribers. So thank uh, thank you everyone for subscribing. I think it was only a few weeks ago that we hit 100. So um, we're getting more and more every day. Make sure to like, subscribe, um, comment, and I'll be sure to comment back to your uh, comments on YouTube. Um, if you'd like to leave us some feedback, uh, take out your cell phone, dial 612-584-0986, and listen to our Krusty the Clown voicemail message by the lovely Jaden LeBron, and uh, leave us a voicemail message. Let us know how you like our podcast or what else we could be doing. So, until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. <laughs>